Hey everybody, this is Yoga with Adam, and I'm Adam Hoke. This is episode 161, Shoulder Strength and Mobility Flow. In this practice, we're going to use a strap and we're going to use a brick to make sure as you develop your range of motion in your shoulders, it's accompanied by a lot of strength, power, and control. We'll get to do lots of fun things, so let's get to it. Let's start seated, unless seated is really uncomfortable for you. If seated is uncomfortable, just lie down. I'm kneeling. You can sit kneeling or cross-legged. It does not matter one bit. And maybe just have a nice sigh of breath out so you know that you're here. Close your eyes or look at one point. And as you let yourself land in this seated position, just ask yourself how you're feeling. You can ask your body, you can ask your mind, you can ask your heart, but try to get some sort of response about how you're feeling. So you can remind yourself why you practice and bring some meaning to your practice. And I like working with little little slogans. So the slogan we'll use for tonight is, I'm taking my time. So as you sit here and breathe, perhaps say to yourself a few times silently, I'm taking my time. And hopefully with that bit of patience and focus, let's begin. Let's begin very easy, just with a little bit of neck stretch. So right arm out to the right, left hand just above right ear. And without much force, just a gentle drawing up and over of the head towards the left so that we stretch the right side of the neck. And we'll stay a few breaths because we're taking our time. If you want to turn that bottom arm in a different direction, or if you want to angle the head a little bit differently, you might find something interesting in your body. I can't predict what you'll find, but if you rotate the arm slowly in one way or the other, or move the head a tiny bit, or maybe even change the position of your bottom jaw, And since we're taking our time, enjoy the breath. Use the hand on the head to bring the head back up to vertical. Then let both arms just rest a moment by your side. It's always interesting to pay attention to the difference between sides after we stretch one side. Helps you get to know your body. Same thing, other side. So left arm out to the left, 
right hand can hold just above left ear and draw the head over towards the right. Other way, Mavish. Unless you did that way before. Yeah. And we're taking our time. And I want you to be a little bit of an explorer. So if you want to rotate that bottom arm one way or the other, you might find a slightly different stretch. The angle of the head will pull on the neck muscles a little bit differently. So you can find that angle that gets your stuff, which is different than my stuff. And also just how far apart the teeth are, bottom jaw away from the top jaw, might help you get into that neck space. Take your time. Bring the head back up to vertical. Moment where we observe what we've done, we feel what we've done. One more just super gentle thing, just a little twist to the right. So I bring my right hand behind me, left hand outside right thigh. Sit tall without being rigid. And just let let it feel like it's progressive. So we can start at the bottom and just feel as if each little bit of the spine is starting to turn more as energy rises up until you start reaching your chest, start reaching your neck and your head and even your eyes, all twisting towards the right. And just breathe into it. Come all the way back, pause in between sides so we feel what we've done. Let's twist the other way, twist to the left. Let it be a progression. So we could do this anyway, really, but I'm going to feel as if from the bottom of me towards the top of me is a progressive twisting. So I start sort of around belly button and things just start moving from there as I twist to the left. Working up the spine, through neck, through head, even through eyeballs turning. And then once you feel like you've gotten the good stuff, come all the way back. A moment of pause. And then we're going to grab our strap. If you don't have a strap, Grab something that resembles a strap, like something you'd use on a, 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 a robe or a tie or anything. If you do not have anything, you just do one arm at a time. Okay, straight arms in front of you, holding the strap with a lot of width. If you don't like doing this seated or you're sort of done sitting, you can do all of this standing. Straight arms. Inhale the arms up with tension, like you're trying to break the strap into two pieces. And then you probably need a little bit more strap to keep the arms straight and bring the strap behind you. Keep tension on the strap is the key. Inhale, arms go up. Some clickety-clack is okay as long as it doesn't hurt. And exhale, arms come down. Now we're going to do it a couple more times. If you want to make the strap a little narrower between your hands or wider, please do. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, arms come behind you. You'll get all the noises from me. Inhale, arms go up. 
Exhale. Forward. Keep the tension on the straps. You're not loosely holding. You're holding the tension. Good. One more forward and back. And behind. Because we want to build strength along with this mobility. Yay, yay, yay. Okay. Then reach the right arm up into the air. You're still holding the strap. Left hand is still holding the strap. Side stretch over towards the left. So it's the right side getting that side stretch. You can decide how much you lean into it. But what I want is strength from both ends. So bottom arm is pulling down to deepen the side stretch. Top arm resists and pushes a little bit back. So we build some strength. Now let's all start with chest facing just straight forward. So notice if you've twisted. If you want a little bit different sensation, you can turn the chest up or down. And you can play with that, but keep a little tension in the strap. Last breath or two. Okay. And then bring it all the way back up. Bring the arms down. You know we got another side in a second, but take a breath in and out. Let's just do a couple more circles. You can either go wider with the hands or narrower or exactly the same. It's up to you. Keep tension on it so it's taut. Yes. Inhale, arms go up. Keep the pull. I overcommitted, so I got to open it up and bring the arms behind me. Notice if you're really back bending to make it happen. If you are, try to contain that. Arms up and over. You got it, Marie. Maybe a little more space so you don't bend those elbows. Yeah. Good stuff. Last one forward and back. Okay. And then we're going to do the side stretch, other side. So it's the left arm that goes up, the right arm that pulls us down into the side stretch over towards the right. You can decide how much you lean into it, but keep the chest facing forward for now. Bottom arm can pull down. Top arm can pull back. Now, once we sort of we're in this default position, we can play with it. If you want to turn the chest down or up, you'll get slightly different sensations. And you might like that or not like it. Play with it. Last breath. Bring it all the way back. And then let the arms come down with the strap. Put the strap to the side. We'll use it a little bit later. All fours position. A few times, mobilize and strengthen your wrists by just rocking weight forward and back over those hands. And once you get that in position one, maybe do another position. Maybe hands turn out or in. Maybe one hand at a time or both, just rocking weight forward and back with really strong arms. Maybe one more hand position. Maybe fingers point towards your knees. See how that goes. All right. Then normal hand position for you, whatever that may be, a few rounds of cat-cow, but concentrate on really strong, straight arms in your cat-cow. So we're not doing the cat-cow from our elbows. We're keeping the arms pretty straight so it moves from spine, shoulders, and pelvis. Good. One more. 
come back into a child's pose position. And let's allow child's pose arms and shoulders to be super floppy. Butt bum, or butt moving back towards heels, arms super floppy. So that means arms are not reaching. So we learn how to not reach and not do. We just let arms flop and maybe elbows wide enough that shoulders have a sense of release for you. Take just one more big, broad breath into the width of shoulders. Then let's make the child's pose very different. Arms actively reach forward so we feel the difference. Set the feet and knees a little bit more parallel like they'd be for down dog and maybe even toes tucked under. Arms super reachy, spine super reachy. And we'll, we'll play with this energetic dynamic of strength in the arms. And we'll have a few opportunities to make it work. Feel as if upper arms are pressing apart from each other. And forearms are squeezing in. Upper arms from elbow to shoulder are pressing apart. Forearms are squeezing in. Just however you interpret that is fine. Take one more breath trying to do that. And then come up into downward facing dog. I'll give you a few breaths to wiggle to your heart's content in down dog. I like that whip, Sammy. I see you've been you've been experimenting. Okay. Stay in your down dog. And just like we did in child's pose, can you create the energy of upper arms pressing out and forearms squeezing in? Upper arms pressing out, forearms squeezing in. Raise the right leg up into the air and maybe give it a little wiggle or roll for a couple breaths. Everyone has their own little inner wet dog. Step the right foot all the way through to your runner's lunge. That means hands are down, but back knee is up. I quite like being on fingertips, just so I have a little bit of extra space to lengthen. Press through the back heel, energize the collarbones forward. Stay here if you're more steady with hands on the ground, or reach both arms back a little bit like locust pose. And let's actually interlace the fingers like locust pose. Imagine like you had like big rubber arms that could just reach, reach, reach to the wall behind you. Inner superhero. Spine super long, top of head and neck super long in this runner's lunge. Then bring the left hand down and the right arm up so you twist in your runner's lunge. You twist towards the right. Left hand is down, right arm is up. Let belly, ribs, chest turn progressively. Lean a little bit back into head and shoulders. Then bring the hand down, step back, downward facing dog. Momentary wobble. And always remember you can play around with your hand and foot position as you practice and get different sensations. Raise the left leg up into the air. Wiggle or roll or wobble, just sort of make sure that leg's alive. Step through to your runner's lunge. That means left foot forward, right foot back, 
Both hands down, back knee lifted. Find some length from back heel to top of head. Stay here or reach the arms back like locust. Interlace the fingers like locusts and the knuckles back. Big elasto arms reaching towards the wall behind you as chest spreads forward. Take a breath here. Enjoy the sensation. I mean, I just put this pose here because I like it. No greater purpose. Just I like it. Bring the right arm down, left arm up, and twist. Let it be a progressive twist from belly through ribs, through chest. So it takes its time. Yeah, I like that use of propers. Bring the hands down, step back, downward facing dog. Walk yourself forward, standing forward fold. Hold elbows or hold head, but let yourself get a little bit longer. Sometimes I imagine that the inhale makes my torso grow towards the floor while my exhale pulls my thighs up. Let's be there another breath because we're taking our time. I'm taking my time. Come up halfway to your Ardha Uttanasana. Many people go fingertips to floor. I quite like hands on shins and bum back. And you can be there with a firm, active arm pressing into shin. Or you can reach the arms back like locust. Palms face the ground. Give it a breath. This will be our Ardha Uttanasana for today. Then fold all the way over the legs. Press into your feet. Inhale, rise all the way up to stand and reach the arms up. Stay there with the arms reaching up for a moment. And ask yourself, how active are my arms? How strong are my arms? If they had to catch some heavy weight, would they just wobble like jello or could they take it? Try to bring a little bit of that strength to the arms. Next exhale, just bring the hands down through center and then hands by your side. And then as arms come down, you can tell them, okay, you're not up anymore. You can relax and shoulders can relax. Give it a breath here in that state of relaxation for shoulder. And let's do a few sun salutations. Inhale, arms go up. Keep the arms active as if they could hold weight. Exhale, fold all the way down. A half lift as you inhale. Remember, hands can be on shins or reaching back. Walk to plank or all fours. Strong straight arms in plank or all fours as you breathe. Drop your knees and roll to the floor. And we're going to do three locust poses. Reach the arms straight back. As you inhale, lift arms and upper body, maybe lift legs. Try to get a lot of height. Shoulders pulling away from ears, back body scrunching. Exhale, come all the way back down. You get to do it twice more. Inhale, find that lift. Legs really reaching, no matter where they are. Good. And come back down. 
One more, best one. Inhale, rise up. Taking your time, letting the pose develop. Come back down. Move back into that little child's pose, crouch, ready for down dog with toes tucked. Energize the arms and then rise into your downward facing dog. Let's take a couple breaths in down dog to feel as if upper arms are widening, forearms are narrowing and squeezing. If that means you have to move your hands a little wider or turn them a different way to feel that, do it. But upper arms are widening, forearms are squeezing. Exhale to hop or step all the way forward, standing forward full. Halfway lift as you inhale. Fold. All the way lift. Very active arms. They could hold heavy weight, not just jello. Hands soften down and feel the quality of arms relaxing as they come. Just the arms, just the arms. Nice. Inhale, arms go up. Let's repeat it and add a couple fun things. Fold down, taking your time. Half lift. Remember your two choices. Walk to plank or all fours. If it's all fours, just shift your weight a little bit forward in it. Take a breath. Then everyone knees down. Squeeze your forearms towards each other. As you exhale, bend the elbows mostly backwards and come about halfway down. Maybe even not that much, but squeeze the forearms together. Inhale, re-straighten the arms. You get to do that twice more. Squeezing those arms together, bend the elbows as you exhale, coming sort of into a chaturanga tricep press. Inhale, re-straighten the arms. Do that one more time. Bend the elbows with that squeezing action. Good. And inhale, straighten. Nice. Roll all the way to your belly and let's set up for cobra. Probably hands around shoulders, although you can play with where they go. Three times. Inhale, press hands and feet, lift chest. So see how this one feels and then you can make adjustments. Exhale, come down. Again, inhale, lift up. Exhale, come down. Just for the fun of it, move the hands somewhere different, move the feet somewhere different so you get a different experience. Inhale, rise up again, cobra. Nice. Come all the way back down. Move into that little child's pose, crouch with toes tucked under. That's a good place to start the energizing of arm and spine. Then lift into your downward facing dog. Before we do something slightly fun, I said slightly fun, I meant really fun. Have your arms super strong in the way that we've been working. So you know what that is. Good. And then come down to see me just for a second. Not much to see. This is your opportunity to grab 
a brick or something you can hop over, even a cushion or a cat or a child, something in the center of your mat. And you do not have to be super ambitious. It can be a brick that is flat or it can be a brick that is a little higher. You're going to either very confidently step over it or you're going to hop over it. But there is an obstacle course the center of your mat. Downward facing dog. Strong arms. And you can laugh at yourself if you're getting really worked up about hopping over something that's very small. On your exhale, keep your arms straight and just hop over or step over that thing. Half lift as you inhale. Fold as you exhale. All the way lift, keeping strong, non-jello arms, reaching strong arms. Then hands relax down by your side and feel the quality of relaxing through arm and shoulder. Last one. Inhale, arms go up. Fold all the way down. Halfway lift. Get the brick out of the way and walk to plank or all fours. If it's all fours, just shift your shoulders a little forward. Inhale there. Squeeze arms together, knees up or down, bend the elbows. Come a little bit or halfway down. Inhale, re-straighten the arms. Think more forward, Stephanie, than down. Bend elbows, squeezing arms, and good, Stephanie. Inhale, re-straighten. Good. Last one. Bend the elbows. Keep that head lengthening, Jenna. And then re-straighten. Roll all the way down. Set up for cobra, but your cobra might turn into upward-facing dog. All right, so inhale, cobra, or keep pushing through the arms, lift the knees and the pelvis, up dog. Exhale, slowly come all the way back down. Twice more. Inhale, cobra, or cobra into up dog. Roll those shoulders back, Sammy. Get a little bit more spinal extension. Yes. And then back down. One more. Inhale, cobra, or all the way up into up dog. Very nice. Looking good. Come back down. Slow transition through that child's pose crouch with strong arms into down dog. If you really get that crouch transition, the shoulders don't come forward as you move into it. Come down to your knees, set up your obstacle course. You can either make it bigger or smaller. And you're going to step over it or you're going to hop over it. Stepping over things is really helpful too because it, it trains that, that big action. All right, down dog. Work yourself up. On your exhale breath, hop or step over that thing. It can be big or small. 
halfway lift. I love the funny faces you make. Fold. All the way lift. And then hands slowly come down. Okay, so take your strap. Hold it behind you. But as you hold it behind you, have your knuckles facing forward. So have a grip of the strap behind you with your knuckles facing forward and your palms facing back. Hands are about shoulder width. Pull the strap tight. Strap is behind you. Sit into chair pose. Pull the strap wide. Pull the strap down. Sit as low or as not low as you want in your uh, chair pose. Another breath. Then belly folds to thighs. You're folding over the legs. Arms go up and over towards your ceiling. Keep a little bit of knee bend. You will probably reach a point with the arms overhead that your shoulders start creeping up towards your ears. I personally think that's counterproductive. So draw your shoulders a little bit away from your ears, even if it's less range. Keep the arms straight and strong and pulling wide. Take your time here and breathe. Give it one more. And then sit back into your chair. Slowly stand. Same grip, but strap is in front of you. Same grip, strap in front of you. So knuckles face forward, palms face back. Have your right foot forward and your left foot back in a high lunge or a low lunge if that's better for you. Strap is taut, right foot forward, left foot back. Inhale the arms up towards your ceiling, strong straight arms pulling the strap wide with hands where they are. As you exhale, keep the tension on the strap, bend your elbows, bring the strap in front of your face and towards your chest like a lat pull down. Inhale. Strong, straight arms towards your ceiling. Keep the tension on the strap. Exhale, bend the elbows, strap behind the head towards your shoulders. You're going to do two more of these. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, strap comes towards chest. Elbows bend. There it is, yes. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, bend the elbows, strap comes behind you. But keep the tension, that's where the magic is. One more, arms up. Strap in front of you. Arms up. Strap behind you. Okay, now... Arms go up, side stretch over towards the right, bottom arm pulls down, top arm resists. Stay there or slightly angle your chest a little bit differently if that gives you a a new happy sensation. Okay, and then arms come back up, and then let's actually drop the back knee and bring your hands down towards your hips and just say, ah, 
I'm happy that I'm down. But we're going to do a little bit of a bind with the strap. The strap makes it far more accessible for most people. So rest the strap on top of the right thigh. So it's sort of hanging out with a little bit of strap on each side. All right. Then right arm comes behind you. Grabs the strap on the inside of the right thigh. And doesn't matter if you don't go very far. All right. And now we have this strap dangling from the right hand that we want the left arm to reach. We'll get there. Left arm reaches across the right thigh. So we're doing our binding twist. And we have all this strap. And you're like, hello, strap. I want to find you. And as best as you can, try to do a little swing, a little like lasso action. Maybe one day I'll find it. And you get the strap. Pull the strap tight between the hands. If you need more strap to feel like you can breathe, take more strap and lean back. So you have the strap helping the bind. Tuck the back toes under, if you'd like. Raise the back knee. And you're in a bound twist. If you have a meter of strap, that is fine. If you have a millimeter, that is fine. Take another breath. Come all the way back down. Back to down dog. And if you got totally stymied by the strap bind, that's good because it's a confusing thing. That's why we practice. And I'll show you again on the second side and we'll sort it out. Usually more than halfway through a class, I like, start, I like to start doing different things with my down dog. So sometimes I change the way I grip the mat or the width of my hands or the length of the dog because why? Why should we do the same thing over and over again? Step or hop to the top of the mat. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands come down. Okay. Strap is in front of you. Knuckles face forward. Palms face back. Left foot forward, right foot back. You can be in a high lunge or a low lunge. Inhale the arms up towards your ceiling. Straight arms. Exhale, bend the elbows like you're doing a chin-up. Pull that strap tightly down towards chest. Keep the strap tight as you inhale the arms up. Exhale, arms behind you, strap towards shoulders. Couple more each way. Inhale, arms up, keep the strap tight. Exhale, bend it on down towards chest. Inhale, arms up. Bend down towards back. I have a little quiver going on because it's strong. Inhale, arms up. Exhale towards chest. Inhale, arms up. Exhale towards back. Good. And then bring the arms up. Side stretch a little bit over towards the left. 
Bottom arm pulls down, top arm pulls up in response. And feel free to change the angle a little bit if that makes it interesting for you. Okay. And then arms back up, hands to waist, drop the back knee. All right. Strap rests on the front thigh. I actually like it if both sides of the strap are moving a little bit over towards the right. It just helps me find things to hang on to. And I think actually this will work better. Left arm comes behind you. And you can even use the right hand to help you. Grab the bottom bit of the strap. So this whatever side, you know, it's hanging on the top of the thigh and the bottom of the thigh. Grab the side that's closest to the bottom of the thigh. So it's like, like that. Right arm reaches across the top of the left thigh. And then hopefully you can get towards the strap that's closer towards the left hand. Feel free to use like miles of strap. So right arm crosses on top. Yes, good. Lean back into it. Feel free to have a lot of strap. Stay or raise the back knee. Pull on the strap. So we're using the strap to help the bind. If you're wobbly and cursing, just use more strap until it's achievable. But keep the strap tight. Good. Yes. Side two, a win, mostly. (laughs) If it wasn't a win, just laugh. It's okay. Come down, downward facing dog. Walker hop forward, standing forward fold. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. And feel the softening of arms as they come down. Softening of arms as they come down. Grab a brick or something like a brick you can squeeze. We're going to have right foot forward and left foot back for warrior one. Hands at prayer, center of chest, squeezing something. If you don't have anything to squeeze, just press your hands together in a very strong prayer and keep that strong prayer. Imagine you're crushing with love and kindness what's between your hands. Inhale the arms straight up towards your ceiling, keeping strong, active arms. So my arms are shaking as I go. Keep squeezing palms together. Exhale, bring that brick back towards your chest. And we're going to do that a couple more times. Inhale, squeeze that brick, press it up towards your ceiling. Exhale, squeeze it as it comes down towards chest. Last one. Inhale, arms go up. Exhale, arms go down. Have that prayer center of chest very active. Raise the back heel and simply lean forward. You're not lifting off yet. You may never lift off, but we're not there yet. Squeeze what's between your hands. Look at a spot to help you balance. Stay or raise the back foot slowly into your warrior three. 
Squeeze what is between your hands, wherever you are. Even if it's just a little bit, start straightening the arms forward with power. Start straightening the arms forward with power. It may not go all the way. If they go really quickly, it's probable that you didn't go actively squeezing the brick. Last one. Okay, bring the hands down to the floor, on or off bricks, keep the left leg lifted. So you're in a standing split. With hands on floor or bricks, lengthen the spine, strong straight arms, upper arms pressing out, forearms squeezing in. Stay here or maybe raise the bottom heel a little bit. Pushing through arms actively. You're in standing split, Marie, with right foot forward, left leg up. Stay or rock your weight in and out of your hands or hop your weight in and out of your hands. And just concentrate mostly on the arms being super strong and straight. Last one. Okay. Everyone downward facing dog or maybe even on your forearms down dog. So it's a little different. Walk or hop forward. Halfway lift. Fold. All the way lift. Hands slowly come down. Last bit of standing pose like this. Hands around brick, prayer center of chest, nice and wide, or no brick, you just squeeze with strength. Squeeze on in, left foot forward, right foot back, warrior one. Chest faces mostly forward. Front knee is bent. Really crush it with all your yogic love and kindness. Inhale, arms go up. And I'm using so much squeeze that I got a whole tremble going on through my arm. Exhale, bring those arms back down. Do it a couple more times. Keep the strength and the focus, which will go together. Arms go up. Arms slowly come down. Last one. Arms up. Squeezing whatever you got. Arms come down. Squeeze the brick, raise the back heel, and lean forward. You're either going to be in a leaning lunge or look at one spot to help you balance. Lift the back leg. You're in warrior three. So we have this really strong thing between our arms. Present it forward slowly, keeping the strength and trying to contain that energy. So that back leg turns a little bit in. Really reach Roshini through the back leg. You can turn it a tiny bit in. Yeah, good. And then hands down. Hands will be on brick or floor, both hands down. Back leg will be lifted. And all I want for now is just to find strength in the arms with that upper arm broadness, forearm squeeze. Stay or raise the bottom heel. 
stay or rock your weight in and out of your hands or hop your weight in and out of your hands. But just feel the arms receiving weight wherever they are and training to be strong. Yeah, and Sammy, look a little bit more forward if you want. If you really want height, you have to look forward. Good. Okay, everyone come down, child's pose. Child's pose or sit. Child's pose or sit. And just take a few breaths. We'll have a little mini break in a second. Nice, slow, easy breath through floppy arms because they're not working right now so they can relax. Okay, come up to sit however you'd like. We're gonna do Gomukhasana arms, but I'd like you to use the strap. Right hand holds the very end of the strap. Right elbow bends, elbow faces the ceiling. Right hand comes behind the back, so the strap's just hanging behind you from the right hand. Left hand travels behind the back and finds some bit of the strap, but like the minimal tension in the pose. And let's just take our time. The right elbow points up, left elbow points down, and ribs come in. But we're not forcing anything. We're in minimal amount of of stretch and tension. Take another breath, just letting stretch reflex calm down. Then use a light pull on the bottom arm to get the top arm pointed more straight up and the right hand a little bit closer towards the left. Yep, try to keep that, but the right arm pulls a little bit back to get that left arm traveling a little bit more. And maybe hands walk a little bit closer together, maybe even touch. Bottom arm pulls down, top arm pulls back until both sides are pulling. And we're keeping this equilibrium, this cooperation. And let's take a couple breaths. And you say to yourself, even if it's tough or there's a lot going on, I'm taking my time. Even if you want to rush to the next thing, I'm taking my time. Slowly let go. Another breath. Then left hand holds the very end of the strap. And then just dangle the strap behind you because the left elbow is going to bend. Left hand's going to hang behind the back. Then right hand can go behind and just grab the strap that's dangling. Come into the shape of Gomukhasana arms, but without a lot of force, just sort of your minimal effort. Top elbow points up, bottom elbow points down. And just let your nervous system take it in. And if you're uncomfortable kneeling, you can sit cross-legged or you can stand. Don't let that be a barrier. Another breath. Bottom arm pulls a little bit down, so top arm can come a little bit more into the pose. 
pointing more straight up, maybe even externally rotating a little bit. Then top arm can pull a little bit on the bottom arm to get it more in position. And, and Jenna, if you can get that top arm a little bit more externally rotated, like your bicep is hugging towards your ear. Yeah. And just have a little give and take between the bottom hand and the top hand until both sides have a bit of pull. And breathe with it. Okay. Then slowly release. Have a moment of pause. We're gonna do dance or pose with the strap. So let's stand. If you have a loop, you can put a loop on your strap or you can just lasso. I'll come close so you can sort of see what I do with my foot. So just lasso the foot with the, right, uh, with the strap in the right hand. Hold very close to the foot. And I always start with my palm open like I'm presenting a beautiful cheese platter, and I hold close towards the foot, okay? And just make sure, unlike me, you have both sides of the strap. All right, then left hand holding on to something to help you balance or just free. Release enough tension on the strap so your right elbow can bend forward and then up into the position of dancer pose. Lean forward about 45 degrees. The foot in the strap pushes into the strap. The hand holding the strap pulls back. And just have a little give and take until you find yourself in optimal position. Left hand can just reach or left elbow can bend. Left hand can hold the strap as well. So dance or pose with the strap. Go as much or as little into it as you want using as much or as little strap. Push the foot into the strap with the hands pull back. One more breath. Slowly release tension, stand on two feet. I'll stand back so you can actually see my head. It's rude of me. See how it feels after you did one side, quite a pose. All right, I'll come close again. So you see, just lasso the left foot with the strap. Present a beautiful cheese platter with the left hand. Left hand holds as close to the foot as you can on the strap. Then I will back away so you can see more. Release only as much strap as you need to swing your elbow straight forward and then up and over until it points toward your ceiling. Lean forward about 45 degrees. Push the foot and the strap together and with the hand pull back. Foot pushes into strap, hand pulls back. Right hand can help you balance or it can go up and over the head to hold the straps. Create a little tension both ways. Foot into strap, hand holding strap. Give it a breath or two. Slow-mo release. Stand and take a breath. Okay. Lie down on your back, right foot in the strap, right leg up into the air. If you have no strap, you can just hold the right thigh or the right knee. Just straight leg up, nothing to achieve here, just 
little moment of time to ground down. Can you let your arms root a little bit more into shoulder socket or that sort of feeling like they're rooting in? Shoulders really broad. Back body melting into the ground. Just take your time. Change legs. Arms melting into shoulder socket, rib cage spreading out across the floor, and you just taking your time, not having to force anything. All right. Both legs up with the strap. If that feels downright weird or uncomfortable, you can just hug both knees in towards your chest. So no loop in the strap, Mepish, I think will be nicest. But yeah, just, just pure strap, yeah. And you can play around with knees being bent or straight and how close thighs are to belly until you, you have that nice sense of dropping in. If you'd like to do happy baby with the straps, I find it quite interesting because it, it sort of makes you honest about it. So you don't round your spine at all. It's really nice. Just breathe into your back. And then enough of this strap business. Just hug your knees in with nothing. If you want to have a gentle rocking like you'd use to soothe a, a child, do that. Just remember you're soothing and not exciting. And then maybe just a moment of stillness for yourself. All right, let's set up to have five minutes or so lying down or meditating. If you'd like to be in a restorative position, using blankets or bolsters or legs up on something, please do. Take the time to set up because it's worth it. And I know sometimes when you begin your relaxation, you might have this urge to get to whatever's happening next be productive and do something. Just tell yourself a couple times, I'm taking my time. Whenever brain gets in the way, you can just have a deep breath. 
I'll leave you in silence for a few minutes. And you just know that you're supported by other people going through the same process. If you want to stay as you are, please do. Otherwise, just take in the sounds around you first. When you're ready to move, move slowly and perhaps go to one side if you're on your back or on your front. When you're ready, you can come up to sit, but there is no rush. 
If you're still lying down, you can close lying down. It's just fine. Hands somewhere on your body, just so you feel connected to your breath, to your being. Take a moment just to feel, to listen, to be present. And let's breathe together to support each other. Breath in. Slow breath out. You can bow, you can surrender, you can simply just touch the ground and feel where you are. Okay, thank you everybody. Thank you for coming out this evening. Take care of yourselves. Thanks for listening, everybody. Please check out more at adamyogapodcast.com. And as always, please leave reviews wherever it is that you listen.